Welcome to the Property Magic Podcast. My name is Simon Zucci, and in this podcast, I'm going to deep dive into the property investing strategies and investor mindset for my book, Property Magic. I will also share real estate investing hints, tips, and tricks, which I normally only share on my property mastermind mentorship. Hello and welcome to episode number 178 of the Property Magic Podcast. In this episode, I'm going to talk about property investments which you should avoid. Now look, I've been investing in property since 1995 and over the last 28 years of investing, I've bought a few properties which at the time, knowing what I knew at that time, seemed like really good investments. But knowing what I know now, I wouldn't buy those properties again. And I want to help you avoid the expensive mistakes which I see many people make when investing in property by investing in things they really should not be investing in. I'm also going to share with you the four specific strategies which I really don't think you should be doing at the moment. And I'm also going to share some general investing strategies which you should be following. So let me start with those general principles. And these actually come from my book, Property Magic. So the first thing is, Whenever you're buying a property, you really need to look at the demand for that type of accommodation in the area. Sometimes people buy an apartment in a big block and there are 300 apartments. And when all of those apartments are available, there's going to be a lot of supply. And is there enough demand to soak up all of that supply? So look very carefully about the supply and demand in an area. Now, obviously, that can change over time. You might buy a property that there's high demand for, but developers recognize that. They build more properties in the area. And over time, the demand isn't so good. So that's why and one of the one reasons we might decide to sell a property if we're concerned about the ability to quickly and easily rent it out in the future. The next thing you really need to think about when buying a property is cash flow. I sometimes see people who buy properties that do not give cash flow because they're buying for the potential capital appreciation. Now, whilst obviously the long-term capital appreciation is a real benefit of investing in property, my belief is you should only buy something that generates money for you today, that puts money into your pocket today, because that is a true asset. Otherwise, if you have to subsidize a property, that's actually a liability. Now, you might be able to afford to do that at the moment, but what happens if you were to lose your job? Could you really afford to subsidize properties? Well, probably not. So my view is you should not do a property investment if it doesn't give you cash flow profit at the end of each month. So those are some general principles from my book, Property Magic. And by the way, at the end of this podcast, to celebrate the 15th anniversary of the publication of Property Magic, I'm going to tell you how you can get a complimentary copy. But stay tuned to the end of the podcast. Now, what I want to do is share with you four strategies which I don't think you should be doing. The first strategy which I think you should avoid at all times is investing in purpose-built student accommodation. Now, just to be very clear here, I think if you have a student HMO, that's a normal house turned into an HMO, in the right areas, done to the right standards, that can be an excellent investment. What I'm talking about that you should avoid is a an apartment, a pod within a purpose-built block. 
Now, in many university cities and towns, there are now lots of nice, shiny apartment blocks uh, that are very attractive to students. They're very expensive, but students often like to stay there, certainly for the first year. And then they realize they're a bit institutionalized and they can't really have parties and they're very expensive. So they often move out into houses after living in one of these institutional blocks. But you as an investor could potentially buy one of the units or one of the pods in these blocks. Now, they can seem quite attractive because they're sold at an 8 to 10% yield. Now, for someone who has got money in the bank doing nothing, 8 to 10% is very attractive. That's great cash flow. And obviously, most people who are investing assume there's going to be really good capital growth. However, I'm not so sure that these purpose-built student blocks will give you a good capital return for the following reasons. First of all, when they're built, they're nice and shiny. People want to live there. But over time, they get a bit old and a bit tired. And there'll be other new blocks that are more popular than this one. And because it's generally a leasehold property, the freeholder is going to be responsible for maintaining that block. And some freeholders do better jobs than others. And it's completely out of your control. And also you have service charges to pay, which will eat into your cash flow. So the challenge here is that if you decide you want to sell that property in the future, it's hard to sell because it can only ever be used as a student accommodation. And so this is a bit of a concern. And personally, I would recommend you do not invest in purpose-built student blocks, even though they might look like an attractive yield. Oh, and on that point, it's a high percentage, but that's because the rental income is very, very high on these units. And so they give a very high commercial valuation. So often you're paying a lot more than a bricks and mortar valuation, which is why it's sometimes difficult to see good capital appreciation on these investments. So my advice is steer clear of purpose-built student accommodation. Now, the next two strategies are strategies which can work very well in the correct market conditions. But as the property market has changed, we're now in a declining market. As I record this in February 2023, it's not a good time to be doing these two strategies. So the first strategy is buying property off plan. Now, this can work very well in a rising market. The concept is that a developer might want to get some sales under their belt. So they offer some of the units in their new development at a discounted rate way before they're built. Now, what you'd normally do is you put down a deposit and you actually exchange contracts. Now, it's important to be aware that when you've exchanged contracts, you are committed to buy that property, but you don't quite know when it's going to be finished. There's an expected finish date, but it might take longer because development sometimes takes longer these days. And so there's a bit of uncertainty there for you. And the idea is you're buying at a price now, theoretically a discounted price because you bought early off plan. But you must remember that often these new developments are very expensive anyway. And even if you get a slight discount on the advertised price, you still might be paying a premium for that property. And then, as I said earlier, if you have lots of flats being developed in the same area where they all become available for sale, well, or rent, well, is there going to be a problem selling them on or indeed renting them and achieving the values that you were once quoted? Now, in a rising market, you could put some money down on a property, and by the time that property comes to complete, it's worth more money. And that does work in a rising market. But we're not in a rising market right now. 
And I'm absolutely amazed I see videos on YouTube, recent videos from people who really should know better, who are promoting new off-plan properties, saying these are a great investment. And frankly, I completely disagree. You should not be doing new off-plan properties in a falling property market. The next strategy, which I think you should avoid in a falling market, is flipping property. This is where you buy a property that needs some work doing to it, you get the work done, you then sell it on at a higher price and make a profit. That's great in a rising market, but in a stagnant or falling market, there's a risk that you spend lots of money on the property and then the end value is not as much as the money you've invested into that property. So either you have to sell at a loss or you hold on to it and rent it out and hold for the long term. Now that can work. And by the way, when you're flipping property, you should always have a backup strategy. That if you can't sell, it works as a rental. But many people don't bother to look at the rental aspect because they think, oh, well, I'm selling it anyway. So be very careful when flipping property, particularly in this falling market. Personally, I think you should avoid that type of property investment. And then the fourth strategy can work very well at the appropriate time in your property investing journey, and that is property development. Now, property development is very attractive to many people because you can make huge sums of cash. Now, I believe that a lot of people who are new to property investing come into property investing because they want to create cash flow. And let me be very straight with you. Property development does not give you cash flow. So if you're looking to invest because you want cash flow, property development is probably not the best strategy for you. Get your cash flow in place first of all, and then by all means look at development. And I think you should absolutely look at development, but at the appropriate time in your property investing journey. Now, if you're new to property, you've got lots of money and you don't need cash flow, then absolutely you could definitely look at property development. It will swallow cash for a period of time, but as long as you educate yourself and you take the necessary action, you could, after a period of time, end up with a very, very profitable project. So, Property development can be a great strategy at the right time in your property journey, but if you're looking to invest for cash flow, it's probably not the thing to start with. So I hope this has been useful. Let me summarize the property investments I think you should avoid. First of all, I think you should avoid purpose-built student accommodation. I think you should avoid off-plan developments, particularly in a falling market, which is what we have now. I think you should avoid flipping property, again, in a falling market. And I think you should avoid property and property development unless you don't actually need cash flow. If you need cash flow, property development is not the right thing for you. Now, we actually partner with a company called Property CEO who are very good at property development. And I'm going to be talking all about property development on a future podcast for those of you who it's relevant for. At the beginning of the podcast, I also mentioned it's the 15th anniversary of the Property Magic book. It first released in February 2008. And it's amazing how similar the property market circumstances are right now to they were back at that time when the book was first released. So if you'd like to get a complimentary digital copy of Property Magic, all you have to do is go to www.simonfreebook.com. 
www.thebookshop.com and you'll be able to fill in the details and we will email you a digital copy of the book. If you want, there's also an option to get a physical copy posted to you. We just ask you to contribute towards the post and packaging of that. And also I've got a couple of extra bonus videos that I'm releasing all about how to be successfully investing in the current property market. So definitely worth taking up that offer at www.simonfreebook.com. We'll also put a link in the show notes for you. So until next time, I encourage you to invest with knowledge, invest with skill. Thanks for listening to the Property Magic Podcast. To get this week's show notes, please visit www.propertymagicbook.co.uk forward slash podcast. You can contact me via LinkedIn. You can follow me on social media. And I highly recommend you subscribe to my YouTube channel to watch loads of valuable property trading for free. All of the details are available in the show notes. Until next time, invest with knowledge, invest with skill.